What's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first episode of the Boring Money Show. Now, what I want to do is clearly communicate that this is not financial advice by any means whatsoever. All I'm doing is sharing what's worked for me, some of the investments principles that I've learned over the years. And this is for pure entertainment purposes. If you're seeking financial advice, if you have issues with your own portfolio, seek a financial advisor somebody who's licensed and who's qualified to be able to meet you at your unique needs. This is just for educational purposes and same purposes only. I've been wanting to start some type of podcast or some type of show or uh, put content out there where I just kind of document my journey in finances, how I got into investing, uh, just my background and, and things like that. So what I wanted to do for this first episode just tell, a little, tell you guys a little bit about my story, how I got started. I started my career as an entrepreneur in 2017, pretty much, when I decided to um, become a personal trainer. I became a personal trainer before that, but I didn't really get into it and start my own business until 2017. And in 2017, um, I moved and started working for this guy who was making a lot of money as a personal trainer and then eventually um, cracked the code from just learning his blueprint. He had a very systematic process of taking his clients through um, his training sessions and it was really well thought out and very methodical, right? So I documented how he was doing it, replicated it and got to a point where I was doing a hundred sessions per week on my own within a few months of being at that gym, right? So, and I was starting to feel the pain of working so hard for every single dollar I was making. It was very manual and it wasn't scalable whatsoever. So uh, I eventually got to a point where I just felt burnt out and I was starting to look for ways to be more efficient in how I was going about my day to day and how I was going about um, building my business. Then I saw a Facebook ad of this girl and she was like, I'm making $25,000 a month in fitness and I don't even know anything about fitness. I was like livid, right? Because I was like, how the hell is this woman making this much money and she doesn't know anything about fitness. How's that even possible? Right. I'm doing something wrong right here. I am doing over a hundred sessions a week and I'm, I'm making a lot more money than she is, but she's like, Oh, I'm on the beach or I'm traveling the world, all these different things. So I was like, there has to be a more efficient way for me to do this. So I documented and finished documenting the training process and how we train clients, how we hold them accountable, all that different stuff and started looking into how to do this thing online. And I quickly realized I needed to ultimately um, go all in. So I ended up moving in with my mom to cut rent. I sold my client list, gave it away to uh, the other personal trainers at that gym. And I was like, I'm going to immerse myself in figuring out how to do this online thing. Right. Uh, so I eventually experienced some success building my online fitness business. 
um, and helping people get in shape. And it was just the coolest experience seeing this system that I that I built deliver results for clients who are going through the program. Right. And then that started to grow and the revenue and the income started to go from that to the point where I was able to actually be full time online since like 2018. Right. And so since 2018, I've been online, like a digital entrepreneur, like living that life. All right. Um, so and I started to get double down on the systems that I've created. I built an automated acquisition system that essentially took the principles from in person and the same principles that I use to keep myself in shape and be able to automate that to deliver it to clients at scale. Right. And then I eventually ran into issue of like, how do I make my revenue for the business consistent? So I'm consistently bringing in revenue. So I eventually built an automated client acquisition system that allowed me to, to scale the, the revenue side of the business. Um, and then uh, eventually other people wanted to find out how we're doing it and how we're building our business and, and things like that. So I started teaching people how to do that and started like a consulting company um, that I eventually kind of like merged with another company um, that's now called Fitco Academy. So I was able to kind of exit that side of the business, but I eventually started to experience some success and making some money. And now I was thinking, all right, well, how do I become as efficient as possible with the money that I'm making? Because I'm still working hard to generate revenue. I'm still working hard for my income. Even though I'm building these businesses and these businesses are growing, I'm still working very, very hard to do that. All right. So I was like, how do I get my the dollars that I'm making? How do I get those dollars working for me in a way that's efficient? Right. So that's where I transitioned some of my focus into learning finance and understanding that game. And I got into options trading and was making money doing options, but realized that even though I was making good money trading options, it was a full time gig. Right. It was time consuming and, and I was splitting my focus too much. So I was like, how do I do it efficiently, right? Um, and then I was looking at real estate at the time as an option to um, start to build my portfolio. And then realized like I had to lock up a ton of capital up front in real estate. And with the growth focus of my businesses, I couldn't afford to lock up 50 to 100 to $200,000 in a property. I needed to stay very liquid so I have options, right? So... From then, I eventually got introduced into crypto and understanding the blockchain and how it's very much like digital real estate and figuring out like I can earn interest providing capital to different projects on the blockchain and investing into different ecosystems. Right now, when I initially understood crypto, I thought it was just buying and holding assets. I thought it was just like buy low, sell high. Right. But the issue with that I ran into with doing that is that it's still I wasn't as liquid as I wanted to be. Right. So I had to figure out for me the problem that I wanted to solve is how do I stay as liquid as possible while producing cash flow. Right. So for me, I bias producing income generating opportunities. Right. And I wanted my portfolio to eventually be able to match or replace the income that I was generating in my businesses. 
when I saw I would have options and be able to think about business and be able to think about my life and think about things in more long term and a more holistic perspective. All right. So I started looking at how to do that. All right. And I started to experience like I got into some early projects that had like 50 to 100 X um, and uh, very quickly turned like two hundred thousand dollars in crypto into multi million dollar portfolio. Right now, I experienced my first taste in how truly unliquid crypto was. When I opened my portfolio one day and the market was like down, like somebody was just dumping the price of a token and I saw millions of dollars turn into like a matter like a couple hundred thousand dollars in like a matter of like an hour. Right. And so that for me was a massive eye opener to what I personally bias. Right. I was like, I bias cash flow. I bias protecting principle. I bias understanding that I want to have options. So I bias understanding that I want to have options. And when I understood, when, when I experienced that moment, I was like, wow, okay, I need to rethink my strategy and how I'm doing this. Right. So my first rule is I got to be able to protect principle. Second rule is it got to be able to uh, generate cash flow, right? And then the third rule for me is I'm going to aggressively reinvest that cash flow back into building my cash position and then only take exposure with 10 to 20% of the cash flow generated. So I'm not taking exposure with the principle that I invest. I'm taking exposure with the cash flow that's generated, right? And so that's where my investment thesis has evolved over over the last uh, few years to the point where now it, the portfolio is generating enough cash flow to now I'm able to start expanding my real estate portfolio, right? Um, and the cool thing that I was able to see happen in real time was when I had an opportunity to purchase our first home and everyone was saying you need to put 20% down when you're purchasing a home um, and I sat down and I calculated, right, 20% on a home that I wanted to, that we were looking at would have been like forty dollars to $50,000 at the time. And I was like, hold up. So right now with the money that I have invested in these ecosystem, the cash that I have invested in these ecosystem, I'm getting anywhere from 50 to 100% return, cash on cash return, right? So at the time, that same $50,000 that I would lock up in the home was currently producing like almost five to five to $6,000 a month in cash flow. Right. So I'm like, it doesn't make sense for me to break my golden goose and then lock it up into a property that I'm living in that's not going to producing, be producing cash flow. Right. So I was like, how do I? And to get into this property with as little money down as possible, even if it means paying a higher mortgage. All right. So um, and everybody told, called me, said I was a fool for, for doing so. But I was like, if I'm living in this place and it's not producing cash flow, it's just a glorified savings account for me right now. I don't want to take apart my my money printer that's producing cash flow so I can get this property. I'd rather 
pay a higher premium on the mortgage, right? And pay that down with the cash flow that my portfolio is producing and use that to pay down the principal and use that to pay down the mortgage, right? So that's the options that the crypto has been providing me and why I love it so much. And eventually um, started teaching some people and um, because of my conservative nature and really wanting to protect principal, really valuing security and ultimately biasing cash flow over appreciation when it comes to crypto, um, my circle and people would call me Mr. Boring Money because I like to, I love cash flowing, produ- cash flow producing assets that allow me to make money in my sleep. Right. And that's where crypto has truly allowed me to do that. I'm able to produce cash flow with literally like five, my own personal portfolio taking like 10 to 30 minutes a week to manage. Um, and it's as semi passive as it gets. Right. It's as semi passive as it gets where I'm not watching charts. I don't care about what's going on in the market. All that I care about is the volume that's volume of transactions that's happening in the market because that's how I produce a cash flow and the income that I use to then build my portfolio and take exposure to more high volatile assets. All right. So that's pretty much like how I essentially got into uh, crypto, how I got into investing. And it's been a life changing thing, you know, because the fact that I was able to my portfolio my $50,000 portfolio that was producing cash flow at the time allowed me to get a property that now has appreciated almost by $200,000 since the time I purchased it at the beginning of 2021, right? It's appreciated over $200,000 since the time I purchased it. And that was, and that asset was acquired through strategically generating cash flow with cash on the blockchain, right? Investing and building a portfolio of digital real estate on the blockchain that produces cash flow while helping me stay liquid at all times. Then taking that cash flow and reinvesting it into into the market or taking that cash flow and using it to acquire property has been the coolest thing. So what I wanted to do with, I've been wanting to talk about some of these things for a while. I've been wanting to share about some of these things. I just, um, honestly, was just kind of nervous about it. And some, some of my mentors, like, you need to just put it out there and start talking, start educating people on this because these opportunities are not going to be around forever. The opportunity, um, this is an opportunity of a lifetime, understanding the blockchain, understanding finance and understanding how to find arbitrage opportunity on the marketplace and being able to position yourself to be able to take advantage of those opportunities when they present themselves. And right now there's an incredible opportunity on the blockchain for those who understand how to navigate it and those who are able to go into it with a plan on how they're going to do it strategically. Right. So what I want to do uh, with this podcast is just use this as an opportunity to just kind of share with you guys what I'm learning, um, what's working for me, share some of the investment principles that I've been fortunate to learn and actually utilize on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, um, and just take you along on this this ride with me. So uh, my goal with this is to ultimately help more people produce 
uh, Born Money, right? Our uh, Born Money community, uh, what we we have a saying where it just says, stay calm, print money, and enjoy life and business on your terms, right? So that's the goal is to learn how to get every dollar to work uh, like a slave to recruit more dollars to your portfolio. All right, so that does it for this first episode and uh, hope to catch you in the next one. Uh, we'll be providing some free resources and some tools and things along with that for those who are listening and want to be able to take advantage and see some of the tools and how we go about doing some calculations and projecting what we can expect to get as a return for some of the digital assets that we that we acquire on the blockchain. All right, catch you in the next one. If you found this video helpful, chances are you're going to find a ton of value in our Boring Money community where I'm in there live actively sharing articles, market updates, and just uh, educating you on what's going on in the market real time. So if you don't want to wait for another one of these episodes or another video training to come out and you want to have live updates on what's happening in the market, go ahead and join the Boring Money community where you can have access to us and they would ask any questions that you want and potentially even get featured in an episode. Till next time, hope to see you on the inside.